The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to The Shepherded Work, a weekly program to help you learn how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. Host Mark Goldstein introduces you to individuals who are successfully and effectively engaging in marketplace ministry and gives you the tools you need to do the same. The Shepherded Work is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. Now, here's your host, Mark Goldstein. And welcome to The Shepherd at Work. Mark Goldstein in the studio, as always, with Mike Gillen. And someone you've heard on Mike's show many times, Pastor Andy Searles from Church Together. Hi, Pat. Hi, Pastor Andy. Andy, dude, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Who do you want to address me as today, Mark? Take your pick. But I am great. I'm excited to be on the Shepherd at Work. I will admit, I feel like a sheep rather than a shepherd, but uh, it's good to be with you today. You know, we do talk about marketplace ministry, and you might think it's interesting we bring a pastor in to talk about marketplace ministry. But truly, Andy, you are the ideal person to talk about marketplace ministry because for you, and well, let me tell the audience this, uh, not only are you the pastor of Church Together, uh, you serve as the chaplain for the Castleberry Police Department. Your chaplain for uh, Orlando City Soccer, years ago, you were involved in the city of Castleberry through Christian Help and other organizations for the school, for homeless, for food. So my goodness, uh, for you, the church is, the building is a noun, but it's actually a verb. So you want to share with us what how you unpackage that. I love how you say that. I need to capture that. And I'm going to use it in some of our marketing because that's that's really good. <laughs> but I think, Mark, what it all comes down to, and I was joking about being a sheep because really we are all under shepherds, right? Jesus mm -hmm. is the chief shepherd, but all of us have a shepherding responsibility. But a lot of my thought around that comes from this idea of what it means to be incarnational, what it means mm. to live the gospel in the marketplace, what it means to be Jesus and to live like Jesus in places where people perhaps don't understand who Jesus is. When we read scripture, it says that uh, Jesus dwelt among us. One version of the scripture says he moved into the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the church and we as Christians also need to move into, not away from our neighborhood. So often the church has kind of tried to distance itself from the secular world and society. But Jesus says, no, 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 no. You go live in the world, you go minister there, you be a shepherd there, you care for people there. So the church that I pastor and the life I live um, are trying, often unsuccessfully, to live incarnationally as people who follow Christ in spaces where people don't necessarily follow Christ. How do we do that? Well, I think the first thing that I have to remind myself to do every day is to remember that I am a follower of Christ. Mm. The most important thing in my life is not the bottom line of 
making money. It's not selling widgets. It's not helping and supporting this system. It's following Jesus. And I find that as I follow Jesus, Jesus often takes us to places where it's hard to find him because he loves the people in those places. So I think we get to go into the marketplace when we're following Jesus there. So the first thing I would say is if we want to make a difference for Jesus, we got to follow Jesus. There's this little scripture in Micah 6, 8. I'm sure you've heard of it, right? What does God require of us? And for many of us, that's the ultimate million-dollar question, right? To love mercy, to follow, I'm forgetting it. And to walk honorably. Walk humbly with our God. God. That's right. And those are beautiful words. But what we miss is Micah 6, 9, which says, go to the city and do that. And these values aren't supposed to be lived in the privacy of our living room or the seclusion of our churches. They're supposed to be lived out in the city, in the marketplace, in the workplace. So as I um, seek to grow in my relationship with Christ, as I seek to sharpen my spiritual disciplines, I do so knowing that they are supposed to be lived in the real world. So, you know, we say you have a couple of hats. You're the pastor of the church, but you are a marketplace minister. So share with us uh, some illustrations of how God has used you or he is using you as salt and light in the marketplace. Well, I can't find, I can't wait to find out how God is using me. Mark. That, <laughs> I'm hoping that heaven will reveal that. But I do wear a number of hats. Uh, pastoring a church is obviously the primary one. And then do some stuff with the soccer team and few leadership boards and the police department and some local government stuff. I do a lot with with our school as well. But in each of those circles, I want to be the same person. Mm. Because if I'm not the same person, then I'm not doing it with integrity. And so I feel that my calling is to pastor people, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously I do that in a traditional sense at church. But wherever I am, I'm always seeking to pastor people. And I think that's a big marketplace role for all of us. You know, we've associated pastoring people with uh, the church, and rightly so. But as we kind of whittle it down, pastoring means caring for people towards Jesus. Mm. And what I find is it's often in the marketplaces in the the secular systems and structures and businesses where some of these um, softer skills, which are strong skills for the Christian, are both neglected and needed. Mm -hmm. And so I seek to be a pastor at church, sure, but also everywhere I went, uh, everywhere I go, because really... I think being a marketplace minister is all about how we can care and add value to people. And I know when we we get up in the morning, we go out into the marketplace, wherever our calling is, the different fields, um, we're like uh, you know lambs being thrown to the wolves. And I know Ephesians uh, six, beginning of verse ten, talks about putting on the full armor of God. Um, how important is that to us, Andy, to, to actually put on that full armor every day? And what does that mean to you? Yeah, it's a great question. I think it's 
I think is vital, right? Because we are walking with Christ, representing Christ in some places that are opposed to Christ. And I think the danger with the armor metaphor is that we go in kind of looking for a fight, some kind of night. And I don't think that's what Paul is trying to communicate. What Paul is trying to communicate is that we need to know that we are safe in who God has made us. And we need to be wrapped up in the truth of who God says we are so that as we go into these places, we are not influenced by them, but we're in such tight relationship with God that we can be influencers. That's kind of a, a, a trick today because, you know, if you read Barna and a lot of the research, if people know you're a Christian, they equate you as an extremist. Yes. So <laughs> how how do you object without being objectionable? I think we need to learn to lead with love. Mm. We need to learn to lead with love. Um, I don't care who you are, what you do, what your business card says. To some degree, and probably more degree than you realize, we are all made to be loved. Mm. Yet often in the marketplace, uh, there is a sparsity of that. And there is an excess of things other than love. Often there's an excess of things that seem to contradict love. But I think as we go into the marketplace following the God who is love and loves us, then we are able to love, which actually meets the real bottom line of our lives. So, Andy, a couple of weeks ago, you were in Cuba. Before that, you were in the Dominican. And you saw a lot of things that, by your own admission, you're still processing Mm because it really affected you. What in this country, here in Florida, in Central Florida, what are we missing? I, wow, (laughs) that's a big question. I love living in the U.S., because I believe that freedom is not just an important social value, but it's an important gospel value. Mm. And in the countries you mentioned, I saw what happens when there is no freedom. And I think my concern about what we're doing in Florida and the U.S. is that we're actually abusing our freedom. It is a gift from our system of government and from our God. But with great privilege of freedom comes great responsibility. When I was in the islands, I saw people with no freedom pushing really hard to do great things. Mm -hmm. And my concern is that we abuse the freedom we have and we become lazy in it when we don't seek to Mm -hmm. grow as people. We're with uh, Pastor Andy Searles. Uh, We're talking about Marketplace Ministry today. And Andy, when we get back, uh, something you shared with me years ago, uh, limping. Let's talk about limping when we get back. Uh, You're listening to The Shepherd at Work. Mark Goldstein in the studio with Mike Gillen and our dear friend, Pastor Andy Searles. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. 
If you're a Christian business person and you want to meet people who want to do business with you, you need to join the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Why? Because the mission of the Christian Chamber is to build kingdom, business, and community. And it all starts with the Christian principle of building relationships. To learn more about the Christian Chamber and all the different ways you can get engaged with hundreds of other Central Florida Christian business people, visit cfchristianchamber.com or call 407-258-3578. It's the Shepherd at Work, and host Mark Goldstein is joining me, Mike Gilland, to bring just a bit of the Shepherd to several workplaces in Central Florida. At some stops, like on Monday at Allegro Inspired Senior Living on Orlando's East Side, we'll have donuts in hand. But at all stops, we're going to be bringing copies of Rick Warren's new book, Created to Dream to Give Away. Hi, Brianna Burdett here at Allegro. Thank you so much to The Shepherd for coming out today. We really enjoyed the book. Be sure to check out our Facebook page for The Shepherd to see photos from our stops. Be listening to Mark Goldstein and The Shepherd at Work every Saturday at 4.05 p.m. And be on the watch for us, because who knows? We just might be coming your way with Pastor Rick's new book, Created to Dream, his first book in over a decade. It's all from your friends here at The Shepherd. Ladies, do you want the men in your lives to be better husbands, fathers, and providers? Men, do you want all that and more? Christ-Led Communities has the answer. With men's Bible studies and group experiences, Christ-Led Communities has a curriculum that meets most every man's spiritual needs. Visit clchq.org to learn about your opportunities to grow in Christ in a Christ-Led community. The website again is clchq.org or 407-484-3899. Once again, here's Mark Goldstein. We're back. Uh, Andy, about three or four years ago, we were sitting over a cup of coffee, and uh, you took me into Genesis and uh, showed me a story about Jacob, and uh, we talked about a limp. Mm. So you want to unpackage that for us? Yeah, I remember that conversation well. It was uh, formative, I think, in both of us as well as our friendship. Yes, And the idea is that after we spent some time wrestling with God, we limp. That was Jacob's story. And that's become my story as well. Mm -hmm. Leading is difficult. There are challenges. There are things that we wrestle with. And I get very nervous uh, being around leaders and following leaders who haven't got a few scars on them Mm -hmm. and aren't limping a little bit. Limping says we've been through a rough experience and come out the other side. Limping says I realize that things aren't going to be easy and I don't have it all together, so I need to humble myself before the challenges. Mm -hmm. And ultimately the real meaning of this story is that we've wrestled with God and God one and showed us his way. So as I seek to lead in my church and in the marketplace, I'm well aware of the knocks and the hurts and the limps that I have. And while I wouldn't wish difficulty and challenge on anybody, it's often those difficulty and challenges that make the best leaders. The Apostle Paul talked about his thorn in the flesh 
And then when you read the his kind of autobiography in Second Corinthians, mm. uh, you kind of have an idea that he limped quite a bit, mm. literally, that he was he was pretty broken up. But it also seems like you do your best work while you're limping. I think so too, because we need to depend on God. Yeah. When we realize our own strength, our own capacity is limited, we kind of have to say, where am I going to find the strength? Where am I going to mm-hmm. find the resource? Where am I going to find the answer? And of course, the strength and the resource and the answer is in our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so Paul also talked about in his weakness, Christ was strong, right? The yeah. uh, John the Baptist said, I must decrease so that Christ will increase. And so often we want to run from challenges and we want to hide our difficulties. But I find that often as we lean into those, we get to experience the the resource and the strength of, of heaven in profound ways. And that then makes our effectiveness in the marketplace for him even greater. Yeah. If, if you want to promote yourself, don't limp. Try and hide it. Mm. But our purpose is to glorify God. And one of the best ways to do that is by to say, hey, I've wrestled. I've been through some stuff. It's matured me. It hurt me. But I'm keeping going. You know, it, it sounds like we really need to be real so that we can effectively be minister to people who are going through a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, for sure. Vulnerability, honesty, humility speaks volumes to others. Sure. But the reality is in our relationship with God, uh, our vulnerability and our humility before him is what's most important. I was struck a few years ago, I think I read the the quote, and it simply says, and I forget who it was by, um, so I'll claim it as my own, <laughs> but it says, God doesn't love your facade. He loves the one behind your facade. And so why would I try to pretend I'm someone I'm not to God and to others when the one, the thing that is really lovable about me is me? And Uh, not because I'm great, but because that's how the God who made me feels about me and you. Sure. So, Mike, you've interviewed Pastor Andy several Mm -hmm. times times on the show, but you did it as an interviewer. You're sitting here now as a listener. Has anything struck you? Well, yeah, I really love that whole thing about the limp. I, I, I really resonated with that in my life. I mean, you know, I think most of us, we want to go through life whole and we want to, we want to go through life happy. And I know for, uh, as a young couple, for Cindy and me, uh, we never dreamed that one of the defining moments in our life would be the losing of a child. Mm. Uh, and yet when I look back at that, that event that happened on Father's Day of 1982 when he passed mm-hmm. away, that to be one of the most incredible um, life moments for us, uh, I had cried out to God the night before when he was uh, born and just said, basically said, I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll go wherever you... And the backstory to that, why that was so significant was in my own mind, I was thinking... I, I, I never want to go this direction. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I told God I wouldn't, which was into ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I found out that, you know, his will is, is more important than mine. That's a great point, Mike. Um, and along the limp factor, that's a good, 
a title for a book, Limp Factor. The Limp, the limp Factor. Factor, yeah. <laughs> but as I've shared, my wife is going, she's in hospice, she's in late stages, and I've been limping like crazy. And in fact, before we went on the air, Andy, mm-hmm. I was sharing with you uh, some, because Andy's my go-to person. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think that coming out of it, I'm going to be able to be a more effective minister Mm. from what I've learned and experienced going through this. And we wouldn't wish tragedy on anyone. Mm. Losing a child, losing a spouse are some of the hardest things imaginable. Mm. But I think the promise of God is that God will use those things. Mm -hmm. And God will um, grow us through those things. And God will teach us things about himself, about this world through those things that will set us in good stead. Mm. The limp factor is really important. In fact, I get nervous following leaders who aren't limping. Mm. If if someone says, I got it all together, follow me, my first thought is uh, something's wrong here because none of us have got it all together. And none of us are um, immune from the difficulties and the pain of this life. So we have a few minutes left, and uh, we're going to turn this studio into a pulpit. (laughs) Okay. And uh, everybody who's listening... Let me go find a clerical collar. (laughs) Anybody who's listening now or on the podcast, uh, you have an opportunity to speak to them. So speak to them like you would talk to your fellowship. Uh, in encouraging them to take up the mantle and the responsibility and being a, a marketplace minister? I think I would probably, in doing so, Mark, lean into the phrase that's in the name of your show, the shepherd, mm. the shepherd, um, because that's what I believe that we should do. It has been said so often people don't know don't care what you know until they know that you care and shepherds care and there are people in your cubicles in your offices on the other side of your zoom screens who are in need of care and i think god is calling his men and his women to dispense the care that he has for people through us it could well be that as you care for your colleague, that you offer him just a little bit of hope, mm. that you give him a little bit of love, that you uh, let him know that he's not alone to the degree that his life starts to turn around. We, we don't know the barriers mm. that our friends and colleagues are facing. And so as representatives of the God who shepherds us, I would encourage your listeners, our listeners, to be shepherds to those that they work with. And it sounds like that's really not something that you have to school up on or you have to have a bunch of texts and all, but just going and being who God wants you to be, occupying a space, and he'll bring those people. Mm. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I was preaching the other day, um, from 1 Thessalonians 4, and it talks about uh, how the people in the church in Thessalonica had been God-taught. 
Mm-hmm. Godto. It's a very un- unique word that has been used only once in Scripture, and I, I, I forget the, the Greek of it. But the idea is that we learn stuff that God himself teaches, and those are the softer skills like love, compassion, caring. You, you, you can't go to a class to say, here's five things you need to do to love. It's God taught as we receive love from him, we can love others. As we receive care and compassion from him, we can have care and compassion on others. So it's all God taught. We just need to show up to school. We, we need to be <laughs> obedient and listen and make sure we're not in detention. <laughs> Andy, for those folks who are looking for a home church, looking for a fellowship, would like to come hear you preach. Uh, how do how do people reach out to your church? Yeah, our church is called Church Together. Probably the best way to find us is online at ourchurchtogether.com. That's ourchurchtogether.com. We've also got a presence on social medias, uh, platforms, and we stream services. But we'd love for you to show up. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to encourage you to be a shepherd at work. And with that, that's a good place to end the program. Andy, thank you so much for being with us. And folks, thanks for listening to the show. This is The Shepherd at Work. Mark Goldstein, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Shepherd at Work. Tune in next week as Mark will introduce you to another marketplace leader who will show you how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.